Hello and welcome to episode number 13 uh, of CrossFit Harrow's podcast. Um, we are um, fortunate enough to have the presence of uh, our new coach. Laura is here with us today um, and we are going to find out a little bit more about her, her journey uh, through fitness and um, the exciting times ahead. Hello. Hey you guys. Um, so uh, how are you? What, in general, in, in general, here? In, in general, first. In we'll general, go. I'm good. It's good to be back at work after like three months of just laying on the sofa pretty much all day. Yeah, it's uh, it's been long. Mm. Netflix was abused, right? Oh, massively. Um, mm. I've ran out of things to watch, I just, and I don't like starting new things. So I've just rewatched every single series I've ever watched ever. Favorite one? Favorite series ever? Yeah. It's always Sunny in Philadelphia. Have you ever seen? No, but is that with like is that like a, an old? Um, it started quite a few years ago. It's kind of niche and kind. Of, it's a bit like, it's a bit like Friends, but more risque. Okay. Kind of. It's. Yeah. I don't know. You have to get. You have to get into it. You have to watch a season and then just persevere because it gets really funny. It's got. Um, you know Charlie Day. Nope. You, you'd recognise him. Okay. There's. I'm not very good with. And it's got Danny DeVito in it. Yeah, I know yeah. him. So. I know him. Um, and then how about like. Uh, let's say motivation stuff and through like lockdown has that is it where is it disappeared is it uh, I wouldn't say it's disappeared my motivation for actual CrossFit kind of went a little bit because with CrossFit I think community is a massive thing so yeah and it wasn't for, around yeah exactly so I was completely alone I managed to for the first part of lockdown I had a colleague who let me use his garage gym uh, so I had access to a bar and plates there and an assault bike and a rower so I had some kit and then I got my own hands on a bar and some plates, but at that point I just didn't want to do Metcons anymore. So I jumped on a weightlifting program, which was so much better for me in terms of motivation. I'm way more motivated to go and lift and build strength rather than trying to push myself through burpees and air squats and stuff. That just wasn't yeah, on the agenda. Not, so I just had to find something that I would middle. stick to, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, so a bit about you. So um, you are originally from? Originally from a little town near Portsmouth called Fairham, if anyone knows it, but just outside Portsmouth on the south coast. Yeah. Uh, it's there, yeah, pretty much most of my life until I moved to Guildford. Well, I moved to Epsom first for a year at a dance college. Then I moved schools to Guildford and trained in musical theatre for another three years. So four years in total in Surrey. I want to touch on that and talk yeah. to you about your dance experience and that after that would be yeah. uh, interesting. That's good. Yeah, and then I moved home and then I moved to, I went travelling in America and coached out there for a little bit. Came home again, then moved to the Middle East. So I moved to Kuwait, I was coaching out there for a bit. While I was out there, I got offered a job in uh, a CrossFit gym in Farnham. So I moved home again and been there for a year, still living there now, but obviously now coaching here. So plenty of uh, experience in moving around, different, oh different cultures. You know what? I hate moving so much, <laughs> but I've done it way this is your too last often. Move. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so uh, so tell us a little bit about your time in um, in the Middle East. How like what was the you know um, was it training different in the climate? Was it different obviously culture times and stuff like that? The temperature um, everywhere's so well air conditioned. It's not like um, if when it's hot here it you can't escape it but you didn't really feel it and in, in the middle east until you you walk from an air-conditioned apartment building outside. to outside to air-conditioned taxi yeah. outside air-conditioned gym 
So that was fine. Um, and how serious would you say, uh, let's say, well, in comparison between the US and, and Middle East, the mm -hmm. fitness, like how, how serious people are in, in, in wanting to be fit and dedicating, like almost? So it depends who, it depends who you're looking at because a lot of people move out there who are very expats. So yeah. British people, people from the Netherlands. Um, We've got one here from the Netherlands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I trained um, with a girl from the Netherlands. British people um, and Australians, all, everyone from about moved there because it's so well paid and you have a lot of time to train and the yeah. fitness facilities are like state of the art. Yeah, yeah. In terms of actual people, like Arabic people, um, you have it's wavering. There's quite a bad obesity problem in actual Q8 because um, they actually get money from the government if they're born in Q8 and continue to live in Q8. So right. they get given about seventeen thousand pounds equivalent money there uh, a year just to be. So they've got no motivation as to like work. A, as a, as like the, that's their basic pay for just yeah, being, just just being Q8 and continuing to live in Q8. Oh, right. um, so there's no motivation to work or do anything, and that culture is just all food. Okay. That all you do is go out to eat. There's nothing else to do. So Shop or eat. Was there a lot of opportunities for? Uh, well, I would assume so. In terms of like people moving out there to work and a lot of gyms out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the expat culture is massive. There's a huge community of expats, and I trained with a few CrossFit regionals athletes who are out there oh, wow. coaching and training. So if you want to take training really seriously, and you don't mind like being in the Middle East it is a good place to go because you do get well paid. Like my accommodation was well was paid for you all my bills. After. Yeah, pretty much. Apart from they quite they can be quite difficult to work for depending on the company you're with. The okay. company I was with, uh, they um I don't want to be really mean, but they everything was they say inshallah and it's like, oh God willing, God willing. So right. oh, we're gonna open the gym inshallah six weeks. Inshallah, um, the photographer's coming, inshallah, an hour, and you'd just be waiting and waiting, and everything was just like... Yeah, you had no control in terms of, like, time. Yeah, so that was quite frustrating, but... Interesting. Yeah, it was a good, yeah, it so was a good experience. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. definitely. I, I, I mean, I haven't personally done it as in coach abroad, but, mm. um, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that do do it, and it works out really well for them, and yeah. it just adds to the... You know, you, you come across... In our jobs, we come across so many people with different backgrounds... Fitness goals, injuries, and past, it's, 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 you know, it just adds to that. And yeah, massively. So, yeah, it's interesting to see how other countries and cultures approach well, yeah, fitness. fitness. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, hopefully we get, uh, we get some good news uh, with regards to gyms and stuff today. But how has, what, would you say that your mentality um, was uh, better during lockdown? Or was it worse? Or, or is it improving now that kind of restrictions are coming off in terms of... Um, it's definitely improving. It definitely, when we went into lockdown, it was like, for me, I don't know, I was, kind of, I was a bit depressed during lockdown. Like, yeah, I, no, I just no. miss like the social aspect of things. Yeah. I miss training with people. Um, felt very restricted. Mm. Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, what would you say uh, if there was one thing that you wanted, would know now that you wish you knew at the start of your career in fitness? Is there anything in particular that stands out? Some, maybe through experience or certain... Uh... Yeah, I think at the beginning, I think it came from uh, my dance background and stuff and the way, I got, the way I got into fitness was probably quite unhealthy. And I think it just needs to not take over your life. Yeah. Um, 
as much as like I love training and I love coaching and I love like being in the gym it needs to be fun and you can't like let it affect your entire life if you have a cheat meal or mm. if you like because I cut off so many people just because like I didn't want to like socialize I was taking like I just wanted to be skinny and I wouldn't go out I wouldn't like like go clubbing with my friends I wouldn't like I'd like take my own meals to restaurants and stuff like kind of went toxic. all it was like went all yeah in. it was like all in and I just that's just not sustainable mm. for your whole life yeah and I think you know with a lot of, with a lot of external pressure from uh, social media now mm -hmm. I think it's becoming um, oh my god massively it's so bad for girls I think um, yeah yeah this because obviously I don't you know as many I wouldn't experience mm. that or don't even look at it in that light but that's why it's quite quite an interesting topic um, for you as a female to, to talk about that yeah. Is, yeah and you just get flooded with images of these like but naturally skinny girls who are like going on about their workout routines and stuff and everyone just goes all in that um, weigh like to, 30 wanting, kilos. Exactly, like wanting to look like them, but really you just need to do something that's going to like make you feel good about yourself and not look at people who like, were just basically born that way and punish yourself for not looking like that. Mm. So is that where you made the, the kind of changeover to fitness after dance? So it was more like during dance, really, because I started and I was, I'm not a naturally skinny person, obviously. <laughs> um, so I got into it and I, I quickly realised that you are just more the industry hasn't changed in terms of like theatre and stuff hasn't really changed where you're always going to be preferred when you're smaller mm. so I just went all in on that so I, I was like I want to do this for a living so I'm just gonna um so I was eating like a thousand calories a day max I remember my macros it was what 120 grams of protein 30 grams of fat and I think like 75 to 100 grams of carbs or well, which would be for some people an actual that was your yeah. day yeah yeah so all day. That, I would say that I probably eat close to that per like per meal per now. meal yeah. yeah and like even though you might hear those macros and be like okay that's not too bad I could live on that but I was dancing for like about four hours a day and spending two hours in the gym like I was easily burning like double that a day yeah, yeah. Uh, so I lost a lot of weight really really quickly I got super skinny shredded abs all that kind of thing it was good but then I just but from an aesthetic point so so People looking at you maybe have gone, mm. gone, oh, you know, amazing. But maybe how you felt about yourself? Oh, yeah, I was never like... I look back on photos and <laughs> that I took back then and I'm like, oh, my God, I thought I didn't even think I was skinny enough. I was still trying to lose weight at yeah. that weight. Um, and and that's, people, a common, that's a quite a common mm, thing. Oh, massively. So I look back now and I'm like, yeah, I had abs and like I would quite like those abs again, but I wasn't happy and my whole life revolved around trying to get skinnier. But um, all this to say, that's how I got into it, which was quite unhealthy. But then I did start uh, lifting weights and stuff and training at Surrey Sports Park, which is um, a university gym, and they have a weightlifting team. Okay. So I would see people doing snatch and clean and jerk and stuff, and I was always like, that, that was kind of cool. Yeah, a bit of you. Yeah, a bit of me. So I started to try and teach myself those uh, movements, probably quite badly. I don't really have any videos <laughs> at that time. Uh, and when I moved home, I started weightlifting um, at a CrossFit gym. So I went to their weightlifting classes and then just slowly got into CrossFit. And that's how you, that was your way, in, way yeah. into the door. And then when I went in, then I went traveling in America shortly after. And while I was out there, I got like a whole new, like, <laughs> I will say like it changed me. And... It's got like a whole like, new perspective. Yeah, I sort yeah, of found yeah, myself yeah, like yeah, yeah. it changed my perspective. I was like, okay, right, my life needs to be not revolved around training because I've just I've barely trained while I was out there, even though I was teaching fitness. Um, 
I remember the top, the days off so much more where we would go like hiking in the mountains and, and just stuff having and fun. just like yeah exactly yeah. like getting drunk with the other staff members and um it's like making memories and I realized okay like life needs to be about that you're not just going to yeah exactly and like you, you you know yes fitness is a massive part of people's lives and you know especially ours as we're role models to a lot of people but the most important thing is I guess you know how you feel on the outside not uh, sorry, how you feel on the inside and not what you portray on the outside. Yeah, exactly. And obviously I've still got insecurities. I'm like, I'm not... Everyone, yeah. everyone, everyone has. But I just, you just need to not let... I'm not going to let it ruin my day anymore. Yeah. Just if I feel fat one day, I'm just like, okay, that's how I feel today. So let's just crack on yeah. with the day. No, but I think, you know, your journey is quite interesting because if people, once they, you know, they get to know you more, I think even seeing, like, from your social media, like, your... your um, your journey, let's say, is, is quite inspiring, and, sh and it is inspiring to a, to a lot of women um, who maybe feel the same, or had felt the same way, or maybe going through that same process where they're, you know, wanting a aesthetic figure, but actually inside they're just so unhappy because there is so much pressure to meet other people's expectations. Yeah, and, and I've had no one like. I've had absolutely no one say to me, oh, like, you looked better back then. Or like, mm. well, the only thing people have ever said to me is like, you look better now and you're more fun now. Like, <laughs> yeah. I actually have a personality now, which I didn't <laughs> yeah. when I was eating nothing. Yeah. And you're just miserable, aren't you? You can't but then, no but live that, their life like that. But that's all, you know, from, for, for the guys that are listening as well, that, that's what a lot of, uh, you know, people that do the whole bodybuilding approach and go step on stage and do that, like, you know, their pro card and stuff. Mm. You know, people say that, you know, they are miserable. People that eat in that way and, you know, can't, breathe in air because it might put weight on and stuff you know they are miserable through that I know, time I, know, so I actually know a bloke I used to work with a bloke he <laughs> he was in in prep for a bodybuilding competition on his wedding day and he took his own prepped meals to his wedding that's insane it's ridiculous that is crazy <laughs> imagine like that's it's going to be like the best day of your could, life. Could, he could cut the cake, but he couldn't eat it. Yeah, literally. <laughs> Why would you plan that? <laughs> I don't. That's crazy. Um, okay, very interesting. So what would you say is your uh, biggest failure and what have you learned from it? The biggest failure? Oof. Um, you know, I, I would assume that in dance there was quite a lot of highs and there would probably be a lot of... I mean, it might yeah, not be you dance know, I do, I do, like, probably is, like, I was, before you even said that, I was thinking it's more, like, within, like, the theatre thing. I kind of, I regret not making more of my time at dance school because I was so obsessed with, like, getting skinny and, yeah, like... like enjoying the, enjoying yeah, the I did, I didn't enjoy it enough because now I look back and I'm like, I still love... I'm a massive like theatre geek, and I just that's like a guilty pleasure for me. So I do like look back, and I'm like, oh, I wish like when we were doing this, I'd like had more fun with it. I wish that I'd done this while I was there, and like I don't regret like moving to fitness or anything because like I love what I do now. But I do look back, and I'm like, I was kind of I was way too miserable when I should have been really enjoying myself. Yeah, yeah. and I think something that we've been trying to teach you guys a lot recently is like not focusing so much on on like the end goal is like to let's say if someone has a, a, a you know a, a goal in mind that they need to do x y and z by a certain amount of time it's not f and not fit focus on that it's like just do one thing at a time but just keep doing that repeatedly mm. and that will naturally lead to to that to that end goal yeah and have fun yeah and have like, fun whilst you do it yeah like um, that pat sherwood quote that's like working out needs to be like the class needs to be the best hour of your day yeah 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 absolutely because there, there are a lot of pressures on what people how they should look, how they should eat, and I think I've said this in a couple of podcasts before. You know, there's there's a lot, everyone's turned into a personal trainer uh, online on social media. Oh, that you know, like you said before, people that you know 
let's say females or even males that just are naturally slim female or males that may aesthetically on paper or you know look good but actually the functionality of it and practicality was probably not fun and yeah. not enjoyable and i would just say i just i just unfollow everyone now if someone's like, if i look at someone's profile and they're not making me feel like yeah, it should inspire you. Should yeah, yeah, and if they're not making me feel like good about myself, I'm just like, well, what's the point then? Yeah, like, you should, you know, I think, and it's quite, it's, it's, it's a thing where the people around you, what you, you know, feed yourself in terms of what you look at should be things that support what you want to achieve out of life or contribute, mm. you begin, you, you should be aiming to, to learn something from that person or uh, be able to go and give that to someone else. Yeah, but even if like, even if someone's goals are, in line with my goals, like certain CrossFit athletes, if they're posting something that's making me feel like guilty or shit about myself, I'll just be like, nah, yeah, don't nah. need it. Don't need it. Um, what what advice would you give someone getting into, uh, or not necessarily as a as a as a coach, um, mm. but someone looking to now make a change in their fitness regime? You know, a lot of people have done that through quarantine. Mm. But what would you say to someone who's starting out now? Um, uh, what what's the best advice that you give to them? I would say, start slow. Don't, don't put a timeline on your goals. Uh, change sort of small things every day that's gonna, that you're gonna be able to maintain for a long time. Because I know that when I decided that I was gonna be skinny, I literally went from eating normal to just eating 1,000 calories a day. And if I went over, I would, I would so give someone an example, give the, the listeners an example of in a meal, what you would have actually. What, when? But back, back then. Back yeah, then. Yeah. Oh, so, okay, I could probably describe you my day. I would have um, one of those total 0% yogurts, the little 170 gram pots, that for breakfast. Um, I wouldn't eat lunch, I'd just have like a Diet Coke or like a salad with some chicken or something. The culture at dance school was just like, you just didn't eat in front of each other. You just sit there drinking Diet Coke, and then just wait mm. for the next class. And then dinner would be either like a vegetable stir fry or a salad. That'd be like pretty okay. much it, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess that, you know, what you were saying there, the, the biggest advice would be starting slow. Yeah. Uh, and not, not focus so much on what's happening at the end, is just enjoy it. Exactly, like, I would say, if, if you want like concrete things, yeah, start tracking your food and start just trying to eat more healthy and, or don't, don't even track, just, yeah, just, so I think that's quite a big thing yeah. is, you know, doing small things is like, right, enjoy the first part, you know, don't, mm. not, we're not saying don't worry about your food, but let's focus on one thing at a time. So right now you're looking for consistency in training. Once exactly, you've established yeah. consistency in training, you'll yeah. look at consistency. If you're not ready to go, if you're not ready to go into the gym straight away, uh, start going on walks and adjust your food. When you've like got some like healthy eating patterns down and you, you might start looking into starting a gym routine mm. or starting with a personal trainer or coming into a CrossFit gym and doing a few on-ramp sessions like and don't do anything that don't do anything that you think you're not ready for yeah like mentally I mean yeah. so physically is like another, everyone thinks they're really unfit but mentally if you don't think you're going to be able to keep up a routine if, yeah if yeah. you're going to be able to cope with a consistent workout routine just yet just uh, do something that you can maintain for a little bit and then when you're ready take that next step yeah. Rather than going all in and burning out. Because I think, you know, one of the big, and we're trying to implement this here in, uh, uh, at CrossFit Power as well, is that with the coaching programs, uh, the nutrition coaching program that we developed over uh, quarantine, is that um, it's not a case, of, and what this is what people think, is that like they'll find something online, to, you know, that someone else eats, and they think by eating that, they're going to get the result of that. And it's actually, no, that's not what we're trying to do. And that's, what, that's not what you should be doing. We're, 
as a coaching program, we're trying to understand your lifestyle and coach you to make better decisions, which over a long period of time yeah. will naturally give you any aesthetic result. Exactly. It's got, yeah, it's got to fit your lifestyle. You can't try and work your life. You can't work someone else's routine into your lifestyle. Yeah. I, I completely yeah. agree. Has there, has there only been, has there, has there been, has there, sorry, I'll start that one again. Go has on. there ever been someone who has been really influential along your journey? Like someone that you've either looked up to or you followed or they've supported you? Has anyone who's done that? Oh, God. Or that you've seen, you, you've looked for inspiration from or you've looked advice from them? Hmm. Would, would it, could it be family? Is it is it anyone who's, let's say, in, in the celebrity eye? Not, probably not family. Um, even your peers? I think even like my first ever CrossFit coach uh, was, she's actually quite a, like a famous, famous-ish athlete now. Have you heard of Emily Dwyer? I have. Yeah, so she was yeah. my first ever CrossFit coach. And I think watching her work ethic and then like her journey from when I started CrossFit however many years ago, from her just teaching fundamentals classes, then she worked her way and she's like almost qualified for the games, like qualified at regionals and that kind of thing. She's just a really impressive athlete. And I think just seeing someone have that work ethic that I aspire to have, even though if her athletic goals aren't probably the same as my goals, and she came from theatre as well, so I don't know. I feel like, and she's from oh, my, and she's from my town. I feel, I feel like I see a lot of. That's probably why you relate to her. Yeah, I, I, and she had like like disordered eating, that kind of thing. I just feel like I align my I align my journey quite a lot with hers, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah. I kind of look to her. Yeah. I wouldn't say she's like my ultimate inspiration ever, but I think I see a lot of my journey and her journey. So it's quite nice to see that someone goes through the same things. Yeah. 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 What's your uh, what's your favourite style workout? What's kind of got your name all over it? What is something that you'll go to? Um, an erg, so like a bike or a row, and heavy bar. Nice. No gymnastics. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, uh, some of the guys will get the opportunity to uh, come in and train. And, yeah, yeah. And, and see, uh, train with you, and, and train with K's and, and, and stuff, and see. Uh, you know how how you guys essentially yeah. do it, which would be fun. Yeah, I can't wait. Um, okay, so uh, in order to connect uh, with Laura, you can reach uh, Laura through CrossFit Harrow's emails, which are available on the website. Um, you can find her on Instagram. Yes. Um, At Laura Banks X, like a little we, kiss. There we go. Um, but it's been great to introduce you, uh, let's say informally, to, to, the, to the guys. <laughs> Some of them still haven't met you yet, um, but the group classes uh, hopefully will, will start in yeah. the next few days and stuff in terms of indoor. So um, we, will, uh, we will come back next week with a new topic, but Laura, thank you for your time. Thank you. Thanks for listening to my rambling. <laughs> <laughs> See you later, guys.